Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 140. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Hello. And Tony Katz. Yes, hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and our sports pod will be coming out tomorrow. So if you're looking for that daily dose of uh, double fun, you're not going to see it this week. You're going to get it tomorrow. But this is our entertainment pod. Let's get entertained, and uh, let's just kick things off with a little bit of weird. Dennis Quaid, you guys know him? Uh, the yes. Parent Trap. I go, to, best known for. I go to the day after tomorrow. I go for the rookie. Okay, so we, he's all <laughs> over the place. Uh, he had that outbreak a couple years ago where he yelled on set about people being unprofessional as fuck, and he, he was, remember that? Yeah, wasn't it fake? Did he basically, I think it was fake, yeah. Did he basically play himself in movie 43? Is that what we're talking about here? Isn't he kind of like some crazy like producer guy in that movie? I never watched that. It's been so long since I saw it. Um, well, he I guess you could call him crazy in this. He uh, is engaged to a 26-year-old. He announced the engagement uh, just the other day, and uh, he's 65. I was just going to ask how old he is. Mm-hmm. Wow. So Good for him. Wow. That's what happens when you're in like... You know, like uh, Matthew McConaughey, whoever says it, they, I keep getting older, they keep getting younger. <laughs> and I mean, he doesn't look like disgusting for a 65-year-old man. I'm sure he's active, uh, yeah. but still I weird. A, a close-up on his face. It's like, it's that thing where it's like, oh, that guy definitely had a little bit of plastic surgery already. Oh, I don't doubt it. And it's oh, like, of course. Like, but he probably does like the gym and he can like, yeah, I'm sure. he's not going to have like a heart attack or anything tomorrow. I, I mean, knock on wood, I guess. Uh Hey, you never know. That doesn't matter at all. There was the the guy that owns JT Schmitz. He died recently, and he was an active gym guy, and he That's died true. from a heart attack just coming home from the gym. But you know what's crazy about that is it's like I remember I Googled him because I remember people said uh, he would come to the our local bar and whatnot. And so I Googled him because I was like, oh, I wonder if I ever saw him to see if I recognize him. And I didn't, but what I would see on those Google images were him holding massive burgers. Mm. So it's like, yeah. You could work out daily like that, but it seemed like he was still eating not the best diet. Probably a cigar probably. T- guy, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, everyone's body's different. I've heard about people that are daily runners that run all the time that healthy and drop dead of heart attacks. I mean, who knows? Well, condolences out to him as well uh, from J.T. Schmidt. Yeah, local restaurant, local bar. Good place. I remember the their fries are really good. Friend. family. Yeah. I, will, I can't remember the last time I've been to J.T. Schmidt's, but everybody that goes Never. always says it's good never been i always just think of bj's when i think of jt schmitz i feel like they're yeah, kind of kind similar, of similar. i think like, jt schmitz is a little more like, that's classy, what i was gonna say i, I think like jt schmitz is more like the bigger brother like the varsity version mm-hmm. but i love bj's if you guys yeah. ever want a good happy hour go to bj's they're p- pazookies which i'm pissed off that's how they're pronounced it's pazookie uh yeah. are currently on sale yeah they uh they do think too or on mondays they're on the happy hour too where they're like only like a couple bucks for like the mini it's I great. A, I think what you said earlier should be like your catchphrase. Hey, everybody. No. What? I love BJ's. Okay. <laughs> Just a little funny. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's push on. Uh, but I, first, I guess, congrats to Dennis Quaid or... I don't know. Who is, is this like an anybody woman or just a hot 26-year-old? She's a girl. I think she might be on no. a show. I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Someone. Um, but... Uh, Let's move things on to 
Disney Plus. We can't escape it. And uh, looks like some people will get it for free. And uh, I think I'm one of those people. Verizon announced, I believe even today, that uh, certain subscribers to their plans will get Disney Plus for a year. What does it mean? Like white people? For free. I have the like second highest tier of Unlimited. Uh-huh. So I already get Apple Music for You're free a gold from member. Them. Yeah, I get Apple Music for free, which is uh, $10 a month value. Now they're giving this yeah. too, like $85 a year value or something. Pretty good. Yeah, all these corporate partnerships. It's crazy. I love this. Uh, I switched to Verizon a year ago, and it's spectacular. The service is far better than Sprint. What about that guy? It's who, far more expensive. But who left? I don't care about any of the gimmicks and that yeah. shit. I just want a phone that has signal most places, and it's fast. Sprint had service. You could make calls for the most part. You couldn't do dick on the internet. And when I first got it, they were the only ones who had the unlimited plan, so I needed it. Now everyone's like, oh, we actually need to come back to this. So I left, and I'm much happier at Verizon. But I'm paying almost double. But you have to ask yourself, Andy, is the juice worth the squeeze? I don't know anything. It is, because I use like 60 gigs of data a month somehow. It's crazy. Okay, let's do some movie news. Batman, there's updates. Yeah, well, so last week we uh, talked about uh, Lenny Kravitz being cast as Catwoman, but uh, I forget her name. Um, not Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, I was going to say, whoa. <laughs> I would appreciate that if they did that. That would be, yeah, that really would be, that would be an American woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we got some new casting news. Paul Dano will be playing some sort of villain. Now, Paul Maybe Dano the of uh, fame of the girl next door. Uh, there will be blood. Who is he in girl next door? The tall guy. Clits. Oh, okay. He's just a tall guy. Well, I think his name is Clitz. Okay, I'm just saying he's a tall guy. I know him as... I kind of knew who he was as a tall guy, but then Clitz confirmed it. Okay. Yeah. He's the one with the he had, glasses like, the and the long haircut, hair. Or like the mop haircut thing. He's the one who ends up having his dick be used at the end to have the condom be put on. Yeah, yeah, and he's wearing the fencing mask. <laughs> and everyone's like, look at the size of that thing. <laughs> um, I like this. I think he showed a lot of range in There Will Be Blood. I thought he was exceptional. He was like a crazy preacher. What was he? Yeah, he was a... Uh... Kind of a rival to uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, and that yeah. like, I mean, they weren't in the same business, but uh, yeah, leads to uh, the big scene at the end. Did he there. get an Oscar for that? Did he get a nom even? Who? Either one of them? Dano. I don't know. He probably got a nomination. I don't think he's won anything. Didn't Daniel Day Lewis win something for that movie? Well, he wins every yeah, time. I think he's won. crazy. Um, <laughs> I love that though. I, I think that guy would be great in that role, and that kind of makes it more. Yeah, he's versus... really good. For some reason, I'm blanking on some of his more recent work. I don't know why. I mean, I watch a lot of movies. He's also um, Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. these is, All of our references are at least 10 years old. Um, all right, I'll look him up right now. That's, but, he's most known for Little Miss Sunshine, but he was in... Uh, uh, I know he was in that Carter one. Carter liked the movie on Netflix, The Pig Okja. Oh, uh, yeah. Akai? How do you say it? I don't know. No one knows. He was in the one where um, one of the guys is dead on the island. 12 Years talks a Slave. Hmm, don't remember him in 12 Years a Slave. He was in, he was Brian, oh, no, okay. he was Tibbets. Okay. Tibbets? I don't know. <laughs> Never saw it. Uh, but I think this is great. It, what it does mean, though, is that Jonah Hill is not going to be in it. Does it have to mean that? Yes, they, they said that, that, that whatever oh. this... He's the replacement. They could not work out a deal. 
Um, so Jonah Hill wanted a lot of money. I mean, I can't blame him. He got paid nothing for Wolf of Wall Street so they can get big roles, the big paychecks. But I like this role more for Paul Dano than I would for Jonah Hill. I mean, we still don't know who he's playing. The assumption is the Riddler and that they were looking at... It says to do- the Riddler on here. I don't think it was confirmed. Oh, for, are you talking about Jonah Hill? Either one. Paul Dano is Edward... Is- uh, okay. Hold on, it went away. Slash Enigma. the Riddler. Edward Enigma. Edward Nashton slash yeah, the Riddler. He changes well, his name to Enigma later. Well, that's, oh, that's right. Tony, yeah. good on you for knowing that. I had no clue. No, yeah, I remember Jim Carrey. All right, some other movies that uh, this actor was in. Oh, Andy, we are. Um, something I remembered. <laughs> Love and Mercy played Brian Wilson. That was a weird movie. With like John Cusack playing. Wait, he played Brian Wilson? Yeah, of the of the Beach Boys, not of the <laughs> San Francisco Giants. Um, Whatever happened to that guy? And then also Prisoners <laughs> was really good. He was a kind of mentally disturbed. He was in a looper. Are we still talking about Klutz? Yeah. Klutz? Klutz? What was his name? <laughs> <laughs> what was his name? I think it was Klitz. Was it's it? Klitz. It's Klitz. I see it here. Yeah. And then, uh, and there will be blood. He was Paul Sunday and Eli Sunday, yeah, brothers, Eli twins, Sunday. right? Two people. Okay, enough Paul Dano. <laughs> yeah. Why we keep going? Let's go through everything he's ever done. It looks like he was in a stage uh, production of True West this year at the American Airlines Theater. Missed that. Thank you, Wikipedia, for that. Um, you think he ever worked with NPH? I mean, probably. Let's see if I can do like a six degrees of Kevin Bacon, but I guess one degree of. Paul Dano? Yeah. Seems like their paths um, should have crossed at some see. point. Maybe, just maybe, it'll cross in the new Matrix. I mean, probably not. Because Neil Patrick Harris will be there in the Matrix, number four. Now, are we sure he'll be in the Matrix or will he be outside of the Matrix? I don't know what any of that even means. Uh-huh. So. There you go. That's the thing is a lot of people don't know what that means because they already forgot what the Matrix was. Yeah, because it came out a hundred fucking years ago. Uh-huh. And even people who watched The Matrix had to ask, what is The Matrix? Even the producers of the movie posed that question to everyone. That was how they marketed it. They finally ran out of money. Um, All the people that worked on those films. No, I think, I think uh, the way that series ended was very disappointing. And they wanted to do something different. And I'm, I'm happy. I think uh, there's never been a better time to put Keanu Reeves in a movie. And they're really going for it. So... The Matrix Four is is official. I think we we announced that we broke that news. We did like over a month ago. Coming twenty twenty two. Now a new uh, new cast member here. So Neil Patrick Harris in a action movie. And uh, I don't know if this is news or not, but Jada Pinkett Smith. She's already been in the Matrix. Okay, I didn't know she did anything. I just know she's married to Will Smith. Oh, she's been in movies. I know, but I don't know what she's in. That was a big one that she's known for. She was a, a leader of a different. Human group. She's Niobe. Yeah, that's right. Did I say that right? Yeah. Hmm. Pretty good. Mm -hmm. I'm saying I'm pretty good for knowing that. How to read it. She's in Collateral. She is. She's definitely. That's a great. That's a great movie. I'd watch that that right now. Yeah. It's that Tom Cruise with gray hair. Jamie Foxx. But yeah, MPH adds some uh, humor, I guess, to that Matrix. Is there any comedy in that at all? I mean, Lawrence Fishburne's, you know, funny. Is he saying like, uh, Joe Joe Pantoliano, I believe that's how you say his name, was in the first one. He's he's great. Mm. Um, has some little like you know funny lines. It's it's well written, so there's going to be moments of humor in even the darkest movie. Okay. Um, 
But uh, Neil Patrick Harris doesn't need to be a comedic character. Uh, he was in uh, Gone Girl. Remember that? That was a uh, a nice little role for him. Yeah, he was he was great in that. So I don't remember him in that show at all. He got gutted. He had the nice house. Oh, that's right. Now I remember him when she was like there with him, right? Yeah, evil woman. Wasn't someone handcuffed or something? Uh, she she pretended, pretended she like tied so herself, like she was, and then she cut his throat. Right. Yeah. All right, I remember now. Gruesome. What a psycho! I don't even remember all about that movie, but I remember it being weird. Yeah. Um, okay, Andy, you're really excited about the next one, um, Barney. Yeah, there was some story <laughs> yesterday that they're speaking uh, of NPH. They're going to be. Uh, it's not confirmed, but they're looking into making a movie about Barney, the uh, the dinosaur. So not a, not Jurassic Park related at all, but you know, the, purple uh, dinosaur. Like, the is kid. it like how he became Barney? Like how they just did the so Joker? Must be some behind the scenes stuff. <laughs> he was just a regular dinosaur that was angry at the world, and then decided, you know what? He'll just become happy and yeah, hang out with little orphan kids. Barney and friends. I want to say it's a, called Barney. It's going to well, be. I hope it's a scenes. dark story. <laughs> I don't think it's a Barney. reboot. Yeah, it's not a reboot of Barney. I think it's a behind the scenes. <laughs> the rehab you didn't know about. <laughs> the dark times when he was just hanging out with Big Bird, just trying to get some smack and some blow. They would not hang out together. I don't think they were pals. Well, I mean, we don't think Barney that, was though. just his own guy. Big well, Bird's part of the He got Muppet away crew. from them. Here's a, he used uh, to be on Sesame Street, probably. No, no way. Barney I'm was making up thing. my own story here, Andy. We don't know Aunt, uh, I'm Barney's I'm going to guess that backstory. Barney was like Canadian or something. Yeah. It seems like it. Like they'd just be like, well. I mean, Sesame Street was a, just a juggernaut. It had the whole Muppet family behind them. Mm-hmm. One of the best. Like the Mansons. Bit, one of the best uh, comedy sketch, skits ever, or uh, not skits, bits, whatever you call it, was uh, definitely Dave Chappelle when he talks yeah. about Sesame Street, when he talks about Oscar the Grouch and says mm. the reason why <sighs> people are so mean to homeless people now is because they grew up watching Sesame Street and how they're all, all the kids are mean to Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> Get a job, Grouch. <laughs> Bitch, I live in a fucking trash can. That's pretty good. Um, well, anyways, uh, this Barney project. <laughs> so there's more. Oh, wow. Uh, it's, uh, who's attached to it right now is Daniel Kaluuya, I believe. I don't know how to pronounce the of name. Of what fame? Of Get Out, Black Panther. Uh, so I. So Barney's black. Th- that's well, that's the thing. I don't purple. think he's... I don't think this guy's going to be in the suit. So I'm not sure exactly how this whole thing... It just That's an odd pairing. And it has nothing to do with skin color. Hmm. I mean, this is a guy who makes some really dark movies. Um, what's the Sicario? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so he's been he's he's kind of an up and comer, and it's like my dream project is Barney. It just seems like, well, you okay. got a passion project. I was gonna you say what project. it's kind of weird. Like, what made him want to do this? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> I feel like he, well, I mean, he's older, so it's not like oh, I grew up with Barney, or like Mr. you wouldn't have Rod- a kid, Mister Rogers. Yeah, this Mr. Rogers, Mr. Rogers is around for 55 years or Oscar something. Oscar noms. Well, I watched them oh, is that what, at the what, same time. Is that what Tom Hanks is doing? Tom Hanks comes out next month. Yeah. I think I just saw like a little like little like 20-second teaser thing on it today that showed up on my like Instagram feed. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely... I mean, Mr. Rogers would have been pretty heavy in the gram. Let's face facts. Mr. Yeah. Rogers, he's... Uh, how long ago did he die? A long time. I don't think it was long. I think it was like 2005. It's a long time ago. But when was he like big though, like sixties or something? No, I think it's like late seventies through like two thousands or something. So I looked up Barney to see if anything came up for that movie. Nothing. But what does come up is Barney Martin, who played Morty, Jerry Seinfeld's father. And he passed away in two thousand and five. (laughs) Okay. That's weird. Wait, oh yeah, the 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 bigger guy. And then the guy that played um 
George's father, Ben Stiller's dad, he's still around, right? Arthur. Super old, though, right? Jerry Stiller, yeah. (laughs) Arthur! (laughs) Is she still alive? The mom? I think so. I don't know. I don't don't know how. They were like the perfect parents to be George's parents. (laughs) Just the high-pitched voice and the dad that's cheap and doesn't give a shit about it. Festivus for the rest of us. Oh, man. Uh, All right. So here's a here's a quote from uh, Barney Kal- Kaluuya. I'm gonna say that's how it is, but I don't think I've ever heard anyone say his name out loud. Um, we're excited to explore this compelling modern day hero and see if his message of "I love you, you love me" can stand the test of time. Oh boy! Oh no! He's gonna ruin <laughs> Barney. Anyway, here's the thing. Like when they make they remake shows from like our past, like when we're kids, it's like, oh yeah, like that'll be awesome to go see. But I don't feel that way with Barney. I feel like I know Barney was like a big thing. I mean, I had Barney toy as a kid, like the stuffed animal. I loved watching it before school, like after school, during school, whatever. But as like a thirty year old or whenever I however old I would be when this movie would come out, I can't see me be like rushing to the box office to want to get a ticket to see this. Yeah, I don't know if you if you had kids or something. I think Barney's still well, it sounds new. like it might be a little dark. Let's see if you love him back yeah. or whatever it just said. And plus, this guy does all the political get out. I mean, uh, stuff like Get Out and Black his, Panther. Uh, and he has a new thing. I don't know if it comes out this year where um, he gets pulled over by a cop and then they actually shoot the cops. They have to go on the run forever. And it's like, oh, yeah, I know where that movie is. About. <laughs> yeah. See, so he's going to he's going to ruin Barney for <laughs> Sorry, for everyone that's like our age. Okay, well, it looks like there's a Mattel Films that they're trying to make uh, movies based on Barbie, Hot Wheels, Masters of the Universe, American Girl, and the Magic 8-Ball. Oh, my God. He was just an 8-Ball. They're all going to team up yeah. and fight Thanos. Is he going to bash this? He was like, why did I always have to be hidden last? <laughs> wow. Why couldn't I have been a normal ball like the rest of them? Or how he was a normal ball. And how he went off his own route, and that's how he became the eight ball. And that's why he's like he's glorified now. That's why he's in the middle. That's why he's hit last. If you fuck up and hit him in first, you're out. (laughs) All right. So you're you're in on that magic eight ball movie. As long as it somehow like started at the billiards the billiards table, I'd like to think like he got too good for the billiards table and became magic. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, (laughs) should we move out of Barney? Yeah, I have nothing more on Barney. I, don't, I wasn't really a fan. Okay, well, what I am a fan of, and it, uh, I'm actually kind of confused, and we were kind of talking about this before uh, the show. I saw a trailer yesterday, and it said new for Silicon Valley, saying coming this fall. Now, mind you guys, we are in the fall yeah. right now. Well, you brought to my attention, it's this Sunday. It's the 27th. Silicon Valley is back for the sixth and final season. I am ecstatic. I uh, I don't think I've liked it as much since T.J. Miller left, but it's okay, and it's still watchable big time. Yeah, it's still a lot of fun. It's uh, It was always like short. I didn't like how it's like eight episodes of 22 minutes goes by so quick. You could watch a whole season. Yeah, they're only getting seven episodes yeah. this year. so. And it always seemed like they just kept resetting and never got anywhere, but it's like, oh, it's worth, worth the jokes. Yeah, it's um, definitely entertaining. I still love the scene where... They need Adderall for their coder kid. And uh, the main guy, uh, Richard Hendricks, goes out to the neighborhood kids and asks for it. And they are like assholes to him. They give him just like Tylenol or something. And the coder is like, that's 
fucking, that's not Adderall. Like, I can't do this. And he's like, I, he charged me $100. And TJ Miller comes back. And he's where are they? Where are the kids? And he comes over in his bathrobe, smacks the kid in the face, takes his bike, and chucks it over the head. <laughs> She's like, you don't listen to me right now. You march your fucking ass in your house. And you go get me some goddamn Adderall. It was a very good scene. It was very yeah, funny. It's kind of sad that he's like done. It seems like, I mean, he's still yeah. doing stuff, but it's just like that's. It's always like tainted now for some reason. Like, he's, is he still gonna... doing stuff? I saw him. Yeah. I saw a stand up uh, a few months ago. It was okay. Yeah, I you mean, saw he... it like in person, right? Yeah, at uh, the Irvine Improv. He's all right. He's just never gonna have something he's as loud. good as as that. Yeah. Yeah. No, never. That is his peak. Yeah, that was the mountain with silicone. He was climbing there with. Uh, She's out of my league. I think it was like the first thing he's ever in. But what else? What else am I missing? I know he's in a couple other he had funny a great things. Deadpool. Scene. Yeah, he had a great scene in uh, Get Into the Greek. Yeah. Are you asking me if you're trying to buy drugs? <laughs> asking me if there's someone? Oh, that's right. The hotel by the name of Heroin staying here. <laughs> that's how you're asking me. And then they're just in like the car, yes, right? Yes, I do. It's in. He'll meet me out back <laughs> in ten minutes. <laughs> that is a good scene. Also, isn't he in a? Uh, wasn't he in that show with uh, that uh, fuck it name? Yeah, he was in the Pete Holmes thing. Yeah, okay, thank you. That's what yeah. I was thinking. Crashing, yeah. We make yeah. fun of he, producer Luke because yeah. that's him too. That was the that's loud what, morning person. That's what I was thinking of. That was funny. <laughs> Comes out with the kids. Is that a, is crashing still going on? Is they, it? they ended it. Yeah, oh, okay. it was it was good. It's worth it. It's I remember season. seeing I really him. Enjoyed at, it. I remember seeing him at the Irvine Improv when it, we used to go to college night, yeah, and it was Pete like Holmes. Tuesdays, and it was random guys, and this was probably back in like 2011, 2012, maybe. And he was one of the guys we saw there, and then so was Adam Devine. And it was right after He's his... He's a huge star right now. He just yeah. had a huge hit. Yeah, Jexy. <laughs> but he was, but it was funny, because when he did it, they had just done the first season of Workaholics. That was it. When we saw him, and he was he actually lived with one of the guys. I think the guy with the long hair. Mm-hmm. He actually lived with, and he was actually telling like stories about them living together and how it kind of compared to the show and stuff like that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, looking forward to Silicon Valley. Yeah. Uh, last little bit, or uh, yeah, last little bit before we get into box office numbers and our Halloween recommendation. Uh, Kurt Sutter of yeah. FX. Kurt Sutter, no uh, longtime TV producer, writer, director, we're going to say. He uh, worked on The Shield, but I think he's best known for Sons of Anarchy, created that show. His uh, wife was a star in it. Um, he got fired by FX. They terminated the relationship, and uh, he's not the kind of guy to just be like, "All right, I respect that." He uh, had some words for them, and uh, basically blamed uh, Disney's new influence on the network. You know, Disney now owns the Fox, so they own FX, and um, so they're done. I mean, I guess he hasn't hit, had a hit really since Sons of Anarchy. He had a show that was kind of like a Game of Thrones style thing that only lasted one season was a huge bust what was it called uh the bastard executioner mm. nobody watched it yeah, yeah. And 10 then, episodes and then uh he had this uh spin-off prequel of sons of anarchy called the mayans i think season two just came out right like yeah. a couple of weeks so ago that's or so. it's i think it's airing right now yeah and As he was fired and i guess that means they have confidence in the uh the crew Outside of him. I was just going to say, huh? So, like, obviously, season, season two is done, but does that mean they're just going to stop after season two and just one of those things where even... You, you it, always re- you replace people all the time. Yeah. It might be... He might have created the show, but they're like, he doesn't write every line of dialogue, yeah, you know? Yeah, so. yeah. Well, uh, speaking of Disney, though, what's funny is I... Uh, 
just I know I guess I'm gonna skip a little head here just because it goes with the scene. But uh, on Sunday, I watched the a brand new Treehouse of Horror came out, and it's pretty funny because you know like the Simpsons always make fun at uh, Fox and like oh, yeah. now Disney and stuff because Disney owns them. And I don't really watch a lot of the newer episodes. Like I haven't watched any from like season thirty or thirty one. Like I'm just so like when I do watch them, these newer ones, it kind of trips me out like how up to date they are because I'm like so used to like references from like back then and stuff and whatnot. And uh, one of the funny things is so like the little quick intro thing is like the omen, and so Maggie's the omen, and then like she's in the the church, and Flanders is has her like laid on a table and is like above her with like a dagger in the church, and like margin. Uh, Homer run in. They're like, no, no, what are you doing? He's, she's like, she's a demon. Like, we have to like kill her. And he's like, look, she's even got the tattoo of the beast. And she, uh, he like moves around her hair to show the tattoo. And it's a tattoo of Mickey Mouse. And then he's like, oh, wrong tattoo. And then he does it again. And then it shows 666. <laughs> but it was just funny because they referenced like Disney being the beast or whatever. Yeah. So Luke, of course, producer Luke loved that. He's like, hey, there's a conspiracy right there. <laughs> There's another one. I don't know if there's anything. I mean, Disney is. They're just powerful. They're, yeah, I don't know if they're evil. I think they're just, they're there. They're yeah. They're it's, everywhere. It's scary because how big they are, but oh. they haven't done anything yeah. crazy yet that I know of. Same. So, but I, I don't know if this was, like the, like uh, this guy's claiming that this was Yeah, I was going to say, that's saying. also his conspiracy as himself. They basically said he's he's an asshole and we're tired of him. And if he's not delivering a hit, then why keep him around? Yeah, I mean, Game oh. of Thrones. I mean, wow. Uh, Sons of Anarchy already finished, what, like five years ago now? Five years or so, yeah. Yeah, 2008 to 2014. Yeah, so it makes sense. I mean, you've had a five-year window now. It's like you're not going to do better than that. And if he is tough to work with, which I can imagine, then it's probably like, all right, well, see ya. Maybe yeah. Disney came in as the head boss. Like, hey, we don't put up with this stuff that maybe these old people did put up with. Well, he did. he did claim or mention that in the meeting where he was uh, let go, that the longtime head of FX was there, and that's like a guy who's had a great relationship over the years. Oh. And uh, I'm pretty sure Disney's letting that guy kind of run decisions. his network because yeah. he's done such a good job over the years. So I don't think they're I don't think they're actually are interfering, but you know it's only a matter of time. That's how that's how that stuff works with like mergers and stuff. So all right, well, should we do our Halloween movie recommendation of the week? Yeah. I'm Andy, excited about it. This is your passion project. Yeah, so it's my pick this week, and the reason I am making it this this week this pick but you're obsessed with it is not only am I obsessed with it, but it's accessible. <laughs> Killer clowns from outer space, which I believe I have like reviewed at some point. On, you have definitely talked about it at least twice. Yeah, on the on this podcast, um, but I just think it's one of the one of the better low budget movies very impressive that they're able to do this being like nobodies because they were actually really talented uh, special effects people um, but it's free on YouTube I guess it is with ads but you can just go on YouTube and it's there and you can watch the movie so and it's only it's 90 minutes it's you'll get out of there pretty quick uh, it's also on Amazon Prime yeah but not everyone has a Prime subscription who doesn't have Amazon Prime I think uh, not half the people I would say at least half the people a lot of people don't. Well, just let them know it's there, too, because I wouldn't watch something with ads on YouTube. Although, yeah. Are You Afraid of the Dark is on YouTube as well. And so, we actually might uh, dabble into that after... The new like three-part episode that's currently airing. The 
third installment is this Friday. So they're only giving me the first two for free and then... No, no, no. Uh, it's just not out yet. But the first two, which have already aired... You're saying it's a continuous story? I think so. It's not one-off stories? I don't know. I'm not like it, just says part, it says part one, part two so far. So. And they're like 45 to. minutes. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Killer Clowns is there too. Yeah, go watch it. I mean, you don't even have to watch the whole thing. Just appreciate it's the silliness. The craft. Have a pumpkin ale while you're yeah. doing it. Have some pumpkin pie. And uh, clowns in. clowns are really in right now. And this yeah, is I don't want to say this rage. is the first time there ever was a scary clown, but it was. It won't be the last. Either. They were they were ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. 1988. Yeah. So keep that in mind too. I was producer, not even born. Producer Luke's like, I can make this on my iPhone. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was 1988. Yeah. If they if they could have made that movie on uh, those cell phones back in 1988, that'd be impressive. Mm-hmm. All right. So there's your recommendation of the week. Halloween's almost here, guys. There's like what nine days left or something. It just keeps getting closer. Yeah, Holy I know. It's shit. crazy how quick October. I don't is even have any candy yet. Gone. I'm a like actually that's been a little thing some of my friends and I've been talking about because it's like obviously this weekend is the party weekend for Halloween usually like the Saturday you know that should be when yeah, a lot right. of the house parties are and stuff like that and mm-hmm. at least have some sort of costume. But then I remember the last few years it's like Halloween's been early in the week like Monday Tuesday Wednesday and it's like when they're on like Monday Tuesday Wednesday it's just too early in the week I feel like not too many people are motivated to go out like I think it was a few years ago when it was on a Monday we watched like the original texas chainsaw or something and had like passed out candy for like the five trick-or-treaters yeah, that came and then i think it was was it last year or two years ago it must have been two years ago when we were playing drinking games to a couple horror movies and then actually ended up at the bars that was like two or three yeah was i think that was two years ago i think that's when the baba duke was there mm-hmm. and then i don't even remember last halloween i think i just ended up going to a friend's house and same thing passed out candy just with some friends but this year on a thursday that's Close to the weekend, I could see it being a bar night. So I, and I don't want to overindulge to our listeners who are potential stalkers or whatnot, but not that we have any of those. Um, Never know. So it is Thursday. I'm off the next day. Yeah. Going out of town for a wedding. So my cousin's in town. Staying the night down in Laguna. We're going to go hit a bar or two out there in our costumes after I go with my sister and the kids trick-or-treating. That's, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Action-packed. Thursday. That's real wholesome America right there. Yeah. Yeah, see, it's like, so that's why I'm... I'd be interested this year because it's almost like, oh, we got the Halloween essentially on Saturday, but then there's going to be some festivities for real Halloween. And then it's like a you can just shock. go fuck yourself off next year when Halloween's on a, I think it's Saturday. I think we get a leap year this year. Yeah, leap, year, leap year, nice. So the leap year took away the Friday, but we'll at least still get that Saturday. Mm-hmm. They can't take away both days. They're not leaping that far. No. Um, all right. Well, before we get into uh, box office numbers. The Halloween portion of the program was brought to you by Simple Doggy, the dog leash that is quicker and easier, and it works with your dog's current collar or harness. For a limited time, Tony Steak listeners, that's you guys. You can get 25% off and free shipping when you plug in promo code Tony. That is T-O-N-Y. So head to simpledoggy.com, that's two G's, Plug in promo code Tony for 25% off and free shipping. Guys, keep in mind, Christmas is basically around the corner. This is a great gift for your dog or your parents who have a dog. And more colors are coming soon. All right. Box office numbers. Can I ask something? Let's hear it. Do we have one of those leashes here? Uh, We did a giveaway a while ago. 
Yeah. Because we do have two dogs here. Yeah, I know. Should, we should reach Only out. Only one that can walk. So. Well, actually, well, that's changing funny soon. you brought that up, uh, Tony. Yeah, so uh, Bowser the dog, who's been featured on our Instagram a time yeah, or two. The... Actually, we'll, we'll do a little picture of him uh, today or tomorrow morning. He's going in for surgery tomorrow for a torn ACL. We should actually put that on because people like dogs. People love Bowser, actually, on the site. They, we do things. We He's often in the studio chair that you're sitting in, Tony, and we always post that photo. Uh, but yeah, so... Um, anyone have any, you know, get well tips for your dog? If we just keep him trank the whole time, he has a nut job. So, um, but yeah, that's a tough four month process or some shit of healing on that. He will be out this entire season. Oh yeah. No, he's, uh, they've said the process sounds horrifying. It's like, especially for anybody that personally knows this dog where it'll be two weeks of only in a crate. Yeah. <laughs> And after that, it's slowly like rehab where it's like you can't do certain stuff, but then you slowly have to make him get better, which I guess consists of three 30-minute walks a day. And I remember when uh, our roommate told us that, Sean and I looked at each other like, uh, who's going to be doing that? The fucking hoverboard. We'll just put him on there and it'll go. Yeah, I'm good for you know, 40 minutes on a Saturday. Yeah, I... <laughs> So has uh, Steve Kerr announced yet that he's out for the season? Yeah, he did. He came out and made... I think Steve Kerr said he'll be back before the All-Star break. He's out three months. I'm talking about Bowser. Yeah, me too. Okay. Uh, I saw Clay Thompson is not playing this season. That's what I was referring to. Okay. Is that official? I saw it today. Thompson... Yeah. Steve Kerr had a press conference about it. I still don't believe it. Steve Kerr would be like, what's his face? The coach of the Rams that would just hide stuff because he doesn't want people to be prepared for him coming back. Yeah. I know Clay Thompson for what it sounds like is a very competitive person doesn't mm-hmm. like sitting out like okay if you so do say him there, shot those free throws hold, hold on if you do say like uh, I know this is turning into a sports cast here but uh, if you do say at the beginning of a year Clay Thompson's out for the season he's not going to play this year are you not allowed to all of a sudden be like he can play in May or can you there's no injured list in the NBA so he You're can just, play then if he decided yeah. to come back yeah. that's what I think is going to happen I think by like a ruse April or May or like maybe if they get to like the second or third round are they going to get to May that's what I just said if they they get to like the second or third round or something like that let's just say they happen to get to the Western Finals this year again or whatever I could see then 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 him coming back because he's just a gamer dude yeah he wants to play Oh, we'll be talking about the uh, opening day of NBA on our pod tomorrow yeah there's the two games the first one's not that exciting. Although I think we're just going to release this these on the same day. Oh, there's a pr- production back little note there. Okay, well there you go. I mean, then we'll the, see. The but... sports pod is out right now. <laughs> Thanks for that, Andy. Thanks for telling me now. <laughs> All right. Well, let's look at uh, movies opening. No, 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 no. Let's look at box office first. Jeez, I got me out of whack there, Andy. Forty-one percent. Oh, oh, we played the game. We played the game on three of these. Holy moly! All right. So. Maleficent took home $36 million, and I may have already spoiled that. 41% Maleficent. Pretty bad. Uh, Just unnecessary. No one was asking for it. Yeah, and uh, you Disney guys... Disney got cocky. You guys were uh, on the same wavelength there with a 58. And uh, I was like, ah, it's Disney. It'll probably be good. I, d- I gave it a 69. And uh, congrats. You guys take down the first heat. Next. Oh, well, what was the score? It got a 41. Oh, okay. Did you already say that? Yeah. Okay, I just wasn't. Uh, so, Andy, really quick, though. 
We had gotten a text from Tommy. Oh, yeah, Tommy. Yeah, he and he said he had me. listened to the last podcast and said it was great as usual. And then Ashley said that he had also predicted a 58% for Look at that, he's playing along at home, which is what yeah. the people are supposed to do. So, well done, Tommy. Yeah, he's doing it the way you're supposed to do it. Um, all right, next up, we didn't play the game on this because it's in week four, and it's number two still. 29.3, 68% for Joker. Gotta love Joker's it. Joker's only yeah. a 68%? Yeah. What's, what's the audience like 80 um i'll tell you in a second i think it was a, around there but it, yeah it's That's 89 yeah see that makes sense because everyone i've talked to like you said has loved it yeah i haven't heard a bad thing about it interesting though that the critics gave it only i think like it's 70. a if it hasn't already it's approaching the number one r-rated movie of all time. it is so number one r-rated movie of all time oh so take that super bad the hangover yeah i don't Car- know one? I don't know. I don't know what it was before. Disney's just going to have to start making R-rated movies. Yeah, what it is. Like The Lion King, Iron the untold Man story. Now. <laughs> oh, wow. It's hinted at, but... I was going to say, if you ever watch those Iron Mans... It's hinted at. Tony Stark or whatever, he's a perv. He's definitely fucking... It's part him. of the character development is he becomes a better person over time. Nah. That's what, did that start all the way back from his drug movie? Uh, from the you 80s? mean the 80s? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was playing Tony Stark in that one. What's that Come called on. again? Less than um, zero. Yeah, yeah, it's a decent movie. It is a good movie. Uh, okay, uh, next up, we did play the game on this twenty-six point eight million dollars for Zombieland Double Tap. Tony Katz, you gave it a fifty-two. Off-road Andy, you gave it a sixty-six, and I gave it a fifty-four. Zombieland. Is pretty damn fresh. Sixty-seven percent, Andy. Ooh. You are one off. Wow, <laughs> Woody Harrelson. <laughs> That's beat, actually beat kind of expectations. That's very impressive. What, what was the? Do you know what the first one was? Probably like an eighty-two or something. It was pretty, yeah, I don't know. Really good. Because I was gonna say that's impressive that a remake ten years ten later, years later can is. be like hmm. not a flop. I yeah. mean, almost seventy percent. Uh. Next up was the Adams Family, 41% did $16 million. Gemini Man, huge dump. Uh, it was uh, 25% and it did 8.6. Uh, wow, the movie, the other movie we did isn't even on this list. That uh, it was very limited, limited release. release. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let me just, uh, I'll round this up, th- round this out, then we'll go to that one. Then you have uh, Abominable, Downton Abbey. Judy, Hustlers, and It, Chapter 2, doing $1.6 million. Pretty light uh, for the bottom half of those movies. But uh, we played it on Jay and Silent Bob. Before that, just want to say, that. Zombieland, the original, the first one, uh, 90%. Wow. Oh, wow. I told you, it's very good. Okay. Well, uh, this this is very limited. There's only 17 reviews, so... Hmm. Uh, but... Audience, 444, and that's sitting at a 95%. But you can chalk that up as mega nerds of uh, this guy, Kevin Smith. Yeah, it's also a good story. The guy almost died, Yeah, and it finally caused him to uh, change his life a bit, and he uh, looks better still wearing those hockey jerseys. It's uh, his thing, but yep. no, it's good. So, Tony Katz, you gave it a 21. <laughs> no faith. Andy, you gave it a 31. Little faith as well. I was right there with you, too, 34%. Now, uh, obviously, we know where the audience score stands at 95. Whoa. The critics aren't there, but like I said, there's only 17 reviews. It got 71. Wow. Wow, that's so, actually pretty 
exciting though then because I would like to see that movie then if it's at some point if it's supposed to be good. So Jalen and Silent Bob Strike Back, which this is kind of the most similar one too, got a 52. And I think I think that one's like clearly worse than all the other, you know, Clerks, Small Rats, Dogma, that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that's why I was thinking this one would be like that. But hmm. Well, wow. That was a... Action-packed round of three movies. We've never done that many. No, no, we haven't. All right, well, let's look at movies opening this week. Black and Blue, fifty-seven percent. What is this one? I uh, am blanking, and so is my. Lawyer. I didn't look at what's coming out this week. Uh, so. Tyrese Gibson is oh, not driving, but he's shooting, and uh, Naomi Harris. This is nothing. Ooh, Reed Scott from Veep is in it. Uh, oh, I know what this is, yeah. Fast-paced action thriller about it's a rookie a, cop. This is a TNT show that's turned into a movie. It's corrupt cops. Like, she realizes, actually, the cops are corrupt, and they want to kill her now. Uh, oh, crooked cops. It's got a Frank Grillo, who's only in action movies. Mm-hmm. He's usually good. Okay. Well, next, no score for Countdown. Uh, this is really a small week. This looks like a Netflix movie. Is it? I don't know. Maybe it doesn't say it is not a Netflix movie, but the trailer or the like cover couldn't be more Netflixy. Um, downloads an app that claims to predict exactly when a person is going to die. Boring. Well, we've seen those things. These movies come out every four years. Yeah, it's always technology is trying to kill us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You guys want to play the game on that? I don't what, think it's even Tyrese? wide enough release to. Yeah. No. Okay. Next, the current war director's cut, sixty-seven percent. Yeah, see, none of these are big, big. This time isn't movies. a real thing. There uh, must be something out next week that I'm not. Yeah, aware there's of. some stuff next week. Uh, oh, Terminator! Terminator yeah. for one, which is sitting at a sixty-five already. And that Edward Norton thing is like, wow, Ed Norton's I still around. I just saw a trailer for this, and I was like, ooh, could this be Oscars? <laughs> yeah. No, it's at a fifty-nine percent. That's upsetting. I like. Oh, Ed it's Norton. when I say it's an Ed Norton movie, it's an Ed Norton movie. Ooh, written nice. and directed. By Edward himself. Has yeah. he had a poker table with Matt Damon? That's where he needs to be. Yeah. yeah he's, honestly, I like Edward Norton. Bruce Willis? It's mostly because of that movie. That's Rounders is such a good movie. Um, when they get fucked up by those cops. Mm-hmm. Uh, where were we? Uh, so yeah, next weekend's a little bit better. Uh, mostly Terminator. I already sent this to uh, oh. executive producer Luke. It comes out actually on the 29th of this month. But, uh, what? The, the Terminator? Rise? No. Oh. Uh, the Rise of Jordan Peterson. Of who? He's a, a, a psychology. I just a, a he's a Canadian uh, uh, professor. I actually uh, I didn't finish his book, but I started it. Um, he's an interesting guy. He just he got in hot water, I guess, with like the woke folk. He's like the Joker. He's inspiring uh, the. Uh, he's the a professor of against political correctness. Yeah. So uh, there you go. But yeah, that's next week. I can imagine that documentary is not favorable towards him. So uh, if, you, if you show uh, Luke that, he'll probably uh, get up on the social media and go crazy. So I already did. <laughs> I think it is. Rare, intimate glimpse, glimpse uh, into the life and mind of Jordan Peterson. Ba, 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 ba. Ba, ba, I don't ba, think ba, it's ba. a bad thing about him. But I could be wrong. Uh, okay, should uh, anything to get to before we get into what we're watching? Uh, I think we're ready to go. Let's just do it. Um, 
I watched Glass last night. It's on HBO now. Uh, I really... I should have listened to the podcast where uh, you talked about it, Andy, when it came out, because I didn't remember much. I still had never seen Un- uh, Unbreakable. And uh, HBO should have got that on there. That would have been they might, a I nice thing look. to do. I don't think they did. Um, I didn't do much diving into that, and I don't remember much from Split. I remember a little bit. Yeah, I remember <clears throat> Split for the most part, I but, think. I remember sneaking in a bottle of wine to Split. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. It was uh, it was decent. Uh, critics hated it, thirty seven percent, but the audience gave it a sixty nine. Um, <laughs> There's that audience again. Yeah, right. It was it was fine. Um, yeah, I said that was one of the things I was I was surprised that it was so low because I thought it's like eh, it's at least. Some I cool like things. that he always peppers himself in. He's in the first five minutes of the movie or so. I think at like a drugstore. Who's so this? M night is he? He's shopping oh, at that's there. right. Yeah store or something. I don't remember. Yeah, something what, like that. He plays he, like different characters. Does he put himself in everything? He's the guy yeah. that cut the uh, finger off of the alien in Signs. I was going to say, I know, he's in a, the, I know uh, pantry. he puts himself in Signs. Does he put himself in the village then? In the village, he's the security guard at the very end. So he's like Tarantino pretty much, huh? He likes to just put I, he himself in. He does it more than Tarantino. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, that's bold, Andy. I liked Is the he movie in, uh, Signs. That I bought that one when I was a kid. It came with his first ever like scary movie. A kid is like literally a home video that he made when he was oh, like really? 14 years old. Oh, wow. That's weird. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was decent. It's on HBO. Um, McAvoy is just insane with how insane this character is. He's really good at doing, you know, 16 different people, 20 different people, whatever it is. And then Bruce Willis, Samuel well, L. Jackson. It's, it's Sam Jackson's movie. We can't forget. That's Last but not least, Andy. But that's about uh, all that comes to mind. Um, what say you guys? Uh, I'll go, I guess. So I have a couple things. All right. One of them is an older movie. And by like at least, I don't know, eight, six, seven years old. I don't know. But I saw me and uh, producer Luke on Wednesday night. Wednesday night's typically the night him and I are here alone. Uh, the roommate's working. Sean's usually out and about. And we <laughs> threw on the Chernobyl Diaries. <laughs> and I don't think I liked it very much. They just couldn't. Capture the same magic. I believe it is Paranormal Activity people, right? Is it? It might I be. I know it, it like is the same producers or something. Yeah, that would make sense because that probably came a little bit after their the at least a couple of those Paranormal Activities. And I don't know. It was just. I mean, yeah, they do have the whole like the video camera and stuff, but I don't know. I just didn't get into it. Like the whole just mutant things and stuff, and just the way it ended, I didn't really like. And I mean. Maybe it'd be more up his alley because it's just like the whole kind of thing like, oh, they knew there was mutant people there and they were like basically working on them and couldn't let anybody else find out and stuff like that. But I don't know. I know it's an older movie, but watched it and it was just like whatever. But the main movie I saw last night, I finally got around to seeing The Joker. And I enjoyed it. I... uh it was good. It was like everyone has said, it's dark, but it's, I love, and you know, some people, I've, I've heard some people say like, oh, it's too dark, but it's like, eh, I think it's good that you get to see like his backstory, like how he became who he is. Cause that's always been the cool thing to me about, uh, Batman villains is it's not like they're these guys with superpowers. They're just normal people that are insane. And you get to see how he became this person and it's pretty cool. Good development. Obviously I, 
don't want to get into we can all discuss it, I guess, in more detail whenever Andy decides to watch it, which yeah, is Andy, how have you not seen pretty it? crazy because you were the heavy favorite to see it first of all of us. I saw oh, it like yeah. the second day it came out. I haven't out, been too. to the theater in quite a while. So. The theater. And I'd, like, I'd like to go on Tuesday. Also, really, but... really quick about the theater last night. I was telling Andy this. So I went with, uh, it was me and someone else went last night, and the tickets were tw- uh I don't know. I, I told him, like, oh, I'm buying both tickets. And he said, okay, that'll be $20. I handed him a $20 bill, you know, Andrew L. Jackson, Samuel's brother. And he gives me the tickets and then gives me a two fives back or a 10 back. And I was like, oh, I, I got two of them. Like, I was, I was paying for two. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I know. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I put the 10 back in my pocket. And I was so confused. And I looked and sure enough, I had two tickets. And then even on the tickets, it said... $10 each, so I don't know if he thought I gave him a $30 bill or what, but... Maybe he was a fellow Greek. Yeah, I don't know. Like Now I like how to like trip myself out. Like, Did he know me? Did he know the person I was with? Did we not know him? Does he not know math? Does he not know math? He had to have been just fucking faded, though. He's like, oh, yeah, pick where you want a seat. And I'm like, fuck, dude, I haven't been to this theater in so long. Uh, give me those ones. But then it's like, also, the local theater here, Century, I haven't been in a long time. Nice seats now. Yeah, I love that, right? The reclining chairs and all that. I know we've talked about this. But I just refuse to believe it until I saw it myself. But I like that that's where movies are going. I almost wonder, is this because people aren't going as much anymore? And they're like, now we have to make them come. We wanted to, we'd have to do now what we swore we'd never do and make them comfortable. I want a chilled seat, though. I don't need a seat heater. Give me a chilled seat. Yeah, that was funny that there was the seat. That's actually the person I was with. She actually mentioned that. Right away, she was like, oh, there's a seat heater here. And I was like, oh, shit. Well, yeah, we don't need it on this off. $90 day. You know, it's actually funny. Last story. Uh, one of my buddies back from middle school, when I would hang out with him, his dad actually told us a story about when he lived in Utah. And they went to the movie theater and the heater actually broke inside. And it actually was like 40 degrees in that movie theater. So maybe they think we're in cool. Utah. You know, that would be neat. Yeah, you're yeah. watching a scary movie. Yeah. We're when watching Vertical Limit with Chris Ooh, because you're going to feel cold. Yeah. But when it's, you know, 74 degrees in the theater, I don't need a back heater. Yeah. Definitely not. It's a rap lyric. Is it? When it's 74 in the theater, I don't need no back heater. Is that a real rap lyric? <laughs> no, <or is> that... <laughs> but it could be. It is now. Some yeah. Drake. Some new Drake. Probably. All right, Andy, what uh, what did you get into? Uh, I got a number of things here. Of course you so, do. So, uh... The first thing I watched, The Ruins on Amazon. It's a uh, horror this? movie from like ten years ago. Is that good? It's okay. I think I a... start. I think I downloaded that for a plane ride, but I didn't yeah, watch it. Where it's like they, uh, they're in like Mexico. Or yeah, something? they're in Mexico, and they help this German guy look for his brother, and then they're always he's German an archaeologist, and they go to this Mayan temple, and then the locals are like kind of mad, and then. Once they like get on there, the locals won't let them leave, and it's because it has some mystical properties. Uh, the vines surrounding the thing are actually like alive and will kill you. Well, yeah, yeah. That's why I got a forty-eight percent with the critics and a thirty with the audience. I like. Well, I think the, it's it's very brutal, and it's one of those things where it's like, oh shit! This, I, around the time of Saw and that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was that was, and big. it's not like. I think people just don't understand like horror movies don't have to be satisfying to be good. It's also short, which that's I think it's a positive. Hour and a half. 
that it gets into it. Like all those horror movies where it's like, oh, it takes forever to get into it. It's like, no, you get into it pretty quick. Um, then I also watched another thing on Amazon called The Hive. Very strange movie, kind of a uh, like a horror version of Memento in a way, where like hmm. the guy wakes up, he's a camp counselor, and like everything's fucked up, and he wrote like messages to himself, and he doesn't know what happened. Weird. But it's really like there's kind of an in a an infection going around, a virus that's like hive mind. So Halle Berry, huh? No. Different hive? It must be. This <laughs> <laughs> is a very small, like low Wait, budget movie. No, somehow the call came up instead of the hive. <laughs> Different hive. Yeah. She's the queen bee in another hive. You know, Andy, you know what's funny is we the always... wires are crossed. I'm literally clicking the hive, and it's taking me to the call. Oh, that strange. happens sometimes on this uh, sports betting website I use. Yeah. I'll click on a matchup, and it'll show me two other teams. And I'm like, so cool. Weird. But uh, you know what's funny, really quick, Andy is. Uh, you guys always make fun of me for not seeing like big movies. I've actually seen Memento, which isn't that big of a movie, but it's random that I've yeah. seen it. Christopher Nolan movie. My own thought. It's a good one. But yeah, I thought this was uh, interesting. It's a uh, has James Gunn people, and I'm like, does this have something to do with him? And uh, sure enough, yes, that the uh, guy who made this movie went on to make uh, Brightburn. What so, year is this one? Is I think this it was 2014 or okay, 15? Okay. Yeah. So I was going after a 20, 2008 one. And it yeah, I'm sure there's... Oh, there's, this one doesn't work either. So, yeah, I can't... I'm sure it. there's other movies called that. It's a very generic title there. But it's referring to like Hive Mind, like, you know, different beings who have one consciousness. Mm. Um, so if you're looking for a free kind of scary movie, that's there. Neat. Um, I also uh, resubscribed to HBO because I wanted to watch the Watchmen. Watchmen is back, but I didn't. Uh, I didn't start it yet, but I did watch Liam Neeson's Cold Pursuit. And I feel like I watched that actually. I don't know if you did, but I think it's kind of new on there. Um, I think it was really, really good. It's like a the trailer looks good. That's what I was thinking of. I it's like a uh, Coen Brothers type thing, where you know, real life crime, small town crime, people who don't belong in the world. And stuff. So, I mean, the premise is Liam Neeson's son is uh, killed by, you know, the the Denver, the Denver mob or whatever you want to call it. Um, and, and Liam Neeson drives a snowplow for a ski resort, you know, a couple hours outside of Denver. Mr. Plow. Yeah. <laughs> so then he has to go and take revenge. And it's just like those movies are always fun. But this was like, I said, it was like, Ryan, we like the Coen brothers. It was actually a, a Danish movie or a Norwegian movie. Of course. Well, Starring Stellan Skarsgård that they remade for America. He so. has a unique set of skills. Yeah. He can uh, clear a roadway. Well, he is. He's <laughs> older now, so it, it isn't like he isn't fucking punching people. I mean, he does, I mean, he does, but it's not like tons of action. But it's just kind of him taking people off guard because he's just a you know friendly snowplow guy. Um, I did appreciate that. I mean, they don't really try hard to make him seem American, but you're just kind of like, oh, whatever. It's Liam Neeson. It doesn't yeah, matter. It's a str- we don't it's need a to, we don't Alaska. need the backstory on this. Um, when he was, he had a, a guy because it takes place in Colorado. He had a, a guy like had the gun up to him, and he's just like Elway or Manning, and the guy's like, "What?" He's like Elway or Manning, and it's just like <laughs> so. <laughs> what? Referring, of course, to John Elway or Peyton Manning, but it sounds like this is the first time Liam Neeson had ever heard of those people. <laughs> so. Sound like you said Armani. Yeah, Elway or Manning. <laughs> it's like, oh. Uh. Well, now I have to watch it. Yeah, I, I watched the Train Pursuit. 
where he's on a train and he gets like set up for murder or something. Oh yeah, I mean I there's remember. there's three of these. Yeah, it's movies probably called here, the, you know? the train, the pursuit. It's all the same shit. But this yeah, this one was really good and it's mm. got some uh, um, the guy from The Wire and he was also an entourage like their old friend that was really annoying. Yeah, that guy. they had to send away with a Hummer. Yeah, yeah, I saw him on the little credits. All right, anything else you got? Uh, oh, the last thing is I did last thing. catch up with American Horror Story. I don't know if you guys did. I am caught up. Through episode five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I am. And like I said, the show always kind of like hits a point where you're like, what's going on? Doesn't it seem like, well, the main conflict already kind of ended and now where yeah. does it go from here? And it's like, what are they fucking doing? And it's fucking Richard Ramirez and the other guy on a road trip. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, So right now on that show, Richard Ramirez and Mr. Jingles, are they... Also, ghosts now. I think like, I just don't know ghosts. what's going on. So he's like a demon. I think I think he turned him into a demon. So yeah, Richard Ramirez ghosts. is a demon, and the other guy's a demon now too. Because remember, he like started floating, and he's like, "If you want to become a demon, you yeah. have to do this." Yeah. So they just basically did ghosts. Whatever. Ghosts get stuck where they're killed, according to the logic of the yeah, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I uh, believe. Well, okay. So with Richard Ramirez, then it's like he. Uh, they just so they basically they just took a real person and just did whatever the fuck they wanted. With yeah, them. alternate history. Well, I mean, Tarantino does it. Yeah. And it's huge. So yeah, that's pretty smart, I guess. That's cool. But now, so like the way I'm looking at it is now all these other people are just going to hunt the camp. Now I was yeah. saying I think they're going to go after that head counselor. Lady. They have to, right? Like she's become the villain, other than Richard Ramirez. Just crazy. Christian well, I mean, the, lady. Emma Roberts is being taken to jail, and I'm sure. That guy, Richard Ramirez, already made a promise. He has to follow up. Yeah, and that's why he's going to L.A. Because I'm sure yeah. she's getting taken back to L.A. The devil finds her. Yeah, yeah. And it's got... like it's still like, where is this going? It seems like it. But four like, more episodes. Like Sean said yeah. too, it's a, it's a uh, like what ninety five percent or something like that on this season on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, let me look. I, yeah. think I mean, I, I've enjoyed it, but it does which, seem like which gives me optimism that it's going to go somewhere good. I don't think that they. It's ninety five percent based on the episodes that were shown in advance. Which usually when they review TV shows, they give them like four. I don't believe that's it. how it works. A lot of times, some sometimes they'll have the whole thing ready, but I mean, they're, usually TV shows are, you know, shooting four weeks before it airs. But it, I think if you edited like the first five episodes there, if you edited that that down and cut some of the plots, like that's a pretty good horror movie, like with the yeah. the twists and everything. Right now, it's showing six episodes, ninety three percent. Yeah, but I'm saying when they when they do reviews of shows, what happens is the show will give you like okay. they'll give the review people four episodes, and that's mm. what that Rotten Tomatoes thing is based on. There are people who review individual episodes, Capiche. but I don't know if that counts towards the tomato score. I'll say this: I don't like that it ends in November. I'm over that kind of stuff in November. You know, well, now it's, it's I want better watch- than it usually is. That goes I- into December. Mm. But I want to watch Jingle All the Way in November. I don't want to watch American Horror Story in November. I want to watch, you know, Christmas Vacation. Yeah, there is some sort of like, uh, but I, uh, I've seen in years past it goes son-in-law too deep into it. Hmm. Okay, well, I guess it's yeah, it's just four more four more weeks. Yeah. All right. Well, should that wrap us up? Yeah. All right. Well, good. it's been a solid uh, entertainment pod, and uh, just kidding. That sports pod is available right now. So uh, I mean, it could be. Let's not commit to anything. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> You'll see it when you see it. There will be one. But at this one week. at one point, both of these will be available. Yeah, let's just say True. Friday is a safe date. I listen to either one of these. Well, I'm Sean. You've been listening to episode 140 of the uh, Entertainment Podcast from Tony's Take, and uh, I was joined with Off Road Ominous Andy. Goodbye. 
and Tony Katz. Goodbye, and thank you for listening.